Welcome. Pull up a seat, slip on your headphones, or just turn up the volume a bit. You found the Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. This is not a show for those who are fine with a small life. No, we go big here. You can transform every aspect of your life if you just know where to start. Now, here's your host, Glenise. Hello and welcome to the Glenise Show with myself, Glenise Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my gosh, so I just finished the four-day rewrite of Global Foundation. Uh, So if you're not familiar with what that is, the Access Consciousness with Gary Douglas and Dane here. Those are the co-founders. And once a year, they rewrite the Core Class Foundation. That is how up-to-date uh, Access Consciousness is in everything that goes on. And I've actually even had it where they rewrote it twice in the same year because there was so much change going on. So... We just had the rewrite and oh my gosh, like I have been playing with these tools since 2011 and I got so much from this class. And I mean, I actually facilitate foundation. Like I facilitate it, I'm not sure, probably a hundred times, maybe even more. I'm not sure in, I got my uh, facilitator um, certification in 2012. So this class, these, it just totally, totally, totally has blown my mind. And I want to talk about one of the things that came up in the class, which was the topic of this, does cost really matter? And, you know, in Access, we say you hear things when, when you hear things, like you get it when you get it. And I do not recall ever hearing anybody in all these years, all the classes I've taken, all the classes I've facilitated, talk about this, what I'm going to talk about in a moment, um, ever before. And so obviously I was ready to hear it this time. And basically what they were saying was, you know, go into uh, maybe a high-end shop, something that you would normally walk around and maybe you wouldn't even go in, or if you did, it would be kind of from that lack icky energy of well I can't have that and I can't have that and I sure wish I could have that like go into one of those places with a totally different energy and just go in and be like would I be willing to take 20 years to pay this off I know it's a totally bizarre concept I get it I get it I get it and what it can contribute to you if you're willing to do it is you'd start to get a sense of what you'd really desire and what would actually contribute. Because again, we probably have walked around or looked on, you know, the internet or TV or whatever went, oh, I wish I could have that. I wish I could have that. Like all of that. But if it was going to take you 20 years to pay it off, would you? Like, do you really, 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 truly desire it? And so I was looking at this for myself and I was looking at uh, this house. And if you've been a listener for a while, you know that we bought this house in 2017, September 2017, and it has a swimming pool. And that is literally the highlight of kind of the energy behind purchasing it, at least for me. Um, and hubby's just a good sport. So, you know, I would, and I do, I mean, obviously I've got a mortgage on this house. So yes, paying it off over 20 years, uh, th- that's of course. And even if we paid cash for this house, I would still in a heartbeat, put it on a mortgage. And like that just, that whole, it's just so clear to me now when I look at the things that I've bought that really contribute to me, that really light my life up, that really, 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 really contribute. It's so easy for me now when I look at it from the 20 year mark. Now, I also have a beautiful ring and it is a champagne diamond and there's like 80 little diamonds all around it and it's just the most magical ring I've ever, ever owned or has owned me. 
and I did pay cash for that ring and I would put it over a 20 year loan if it was required. Like it, whatever it took, I would have had that ring or the ring would have had me. Uh, and it's something we talk about in Access Consciousness is that everything that, that we have, that we maybe say own, that we own, truly it owns us. It owns us. I, you know, I went to work for the money for the ring. I'm the one who, you know, cleans it. Like, it owns me. And so if you look at that, like, look at, look at everything in your life. Hell, look at your closet. Like, those things in there. I actually have some things that I would actually pay over 20 years. But I would say that's only 1% of my closet. And that is like, holy shit. Now, am I saying you should go get out a whole bunch of loans? That's not what I'm saying at all. That's not what this exercise is about. It really just shows you what is truly a contribution to you. Like what, what are you, what really lights you up? So if you happen to be living in a home that you, you know, maybe you do have a mortgage, but you, you know, you only do that because you had to or whatever. Like if it truly, if it doesn't light you up, then it might be something you just want to look at. Doesn't mean you got to move out, but just start being in question. And then the cool thing about having uh, things own us is you can actually start asking, hey, house that would like to own me? Can you contribute to, to us connecting? Can you show me where you are? Can you bring me to you? Like where you can actually start receiving from whatever it is, because then it will contribute to you. It desires you as much as you desire it. And really cool that, you know, most of the stuff you probably, well, I would say all, yeah, majority of the stuff you won't need to take a 20-year loan out on, uh, but it just gives you that energy. And where this came from was Gary worked years and years and years ago uh, in a, I think he was quite young actually, uh, and he was working in a uh, an antique store and he just like loved everything in there and, and just really wanted it and um, all of it, of course, he has an, you know, ad, an adoration for antiques. And the woman said to him, you could, you could have anything, you've just got to put it, you know, kind of make payments on it. And that really helped him to get clear on what in the store he really desired and what he didn't. Because before he looked at it from kind of making payments, uh, he wanted everything. Once he looked at it from, oh, well, if I'm going to make payments over it, here's the pieces that really, you know, light me up or whatever. He w wouldn't have used those words probably back then. It was way before access. And so I just, I mean, I've just been so inspired by this that I'm just looking at everything. Now, am I going to throw 99% of my closet out? No. <laughs> am I going to be way more aware when I go to the, the clothing stores? Yes. I am going to be way more aware. And there was a, a shopping trip that I did. Well, it didn't go just for shopping, but I had went a couple of years ago to Phoenix, Arizona. And my sister had went there uh, maybe the year before and found this really amazing store that we don't have in Canada. And so I went there and that is the stuff that, and I did, I remember I paid, oh my gosh. Oh, was it like... I don't know, 600 US dollars by the time I bought everything. Like it was way more than I would have ever spent on clothes because it wasn't like I got a ton of clothes for the 600 US dollars and 600 US dollars uh, is prob probably back then probably close to a thousand Canadian. And like, and that's the stuff in my closet that I would put on a 20 year loan, which I just find so, so, so interesting because I remember really struggling with paying for that. Uh, and I mean, I had the money, I had it in cash. It, it was just way more than I would normally spend on clothes. And I texted my sister, because uh, one of the things that I bought was this silk, 
um, it's basically kind of, I don't know how to describe it, but it just hangs. You just put your head through the hole and then it, it just drapes kind of like, you, you know, you need more clothes. You, you can't wear it by itself. Uh, and it was like a hundred dollars. And I texted her and I said, does one spend a hundred dollars on, you know, kind of this, you could, you could fit it in one hand. You could roll it up and fit it in one hand. And, uh, and she said, she texted back and she said, if one loves it, one does. And to me, that matches the energy of this. So like, again, not, I mean, not, not that you have to put things on uh, loan or, you know, pay interest. That's not what this is about, but really getting the energy of those things. And you will have some of those things. Look around your home, look around wherever. Maybe it's the vehicle that you drive. Maybe it's, maybe it's the, the house that you have. Maybe it's something else. Like, what is it that just lights you up that you are, you are more of you when you're um, doing it or being it or having it or enjoying it. Like, is it a, is it a beach house? Is it a, is it a trip? It doesn't even have to be something that you have all the time. Like I look at the trip that hubby and I took in December where we went to Australia and Bali and New Zealand. And although we didn't put any of that on credit card, I mean, I paid for it with credit card and then paid it right off. Like none of it is a, you know, past expenditure. I would totally put that entire trip on a 20 year loan if it was required. That is how much it, it, it was just so phenomenal. And we travel a lot. And some of those trips, totally, I would put on a 20 year loan and some of them I wouldn't. So that's another piece for, for, again, for me to look at, maybe it'd be fun for you, of when you're booking something, even if you have the cash for it, would you put it on a 20-year loan? And if not, doesn't mean you don't have to choose it, but it starts giving you more clarity of what are you really, like, what, what would you really love? What lights you up? What lights your body up? And that's the other piece, you know, I talked before about the things that would like to own you and, and talking to them and, and contributing and receiving from them. The same with your body. Like it's your body that's wearing the clothes. It's your body that's flying on the airplane. It's your body that's, that's living in your house. You as an infinite being don't actually require any of those things. It's your body. So in access consciousness, we see our bodies and our beings not as separate, and our body is an energy of its own. Our body has a consciousness of its own. So you can also start asking, hey body, show me what you would love. And like I remember years ago, probably the first time that I would say that I really used that tool and I had, actually it would have been 2012 when I was flying to Costa Rica for my very first certified facilitator training and I had booked the flight. It was probably, let's say, April. And I had booked the flight. The, the flight itself was in August. Then I was doing a, a call, I think, on actually I'm com commuting with bodies and stuff like that. And I'd had the awareness, like my body kept poking me. Um, and the way that it was poking me, it was it would just pop into my mind to upgrade my flight so that I wasn't flying in economy. I was flying in, in the business class on United. And I just kept coming to mind, coming to mind, coming to mind. And I didn't have the money to do that. And it, no, I should say this. I assumed it was going to be a lot of money. And then because of that assumption, I didn't have the money. And so it kept coming up, coming up, coming up. And I did a call on communing with your body. And I realized, you know, I'm probably being a bit of a hypocrite here uh, because I'm not listening to my, what my body's asking. So I was like, okay, body, if you would like to fly business class, then you please contribute to this. And then I emailed my uh, travel agent and I got her to look at what the cost would be, assuming it would be thousands of dollars. Uh, and between the time of me sending the email and her getting back to me with the price, which I think if I remember correctly, it was like maybe 400 or $600. Like it was, it was quite minimal uh, compared to what I had assumed. 
that amount had come in. I had had enough orders in my store to cover that. And all I did was ask my body to contribute. Because it's my body who desired to fly at the front, not me. I mean, yes, me, but the infinite being doesn't even need an airplane. So start asking your body to contribute too. Because it's our body that gets light lit up. You know, when I spent the entire summer, last summer in the swimming pool, pretty much, it was my body who received from that. It was, you know, sitting in this beautiful home, in these beautiful chairs. I mean, I'm looking at our chairs. We had um, the couple who lived here before, they left the, the dining room table. Um, one, because it's really heavy. Uh, two, and it matches, like they put the the whatever it's called, the granite from the counters on the top of the table. So it matches. So we went and bought chairs. Well, the very first, well, you know what? The only dining room table that I'd ever bought was $400. It was a, it was a round table and four chairs from Sears, uh, which I don't even think is any longer. I'm not sure. And that was the only one I ever, we ever, we ever bought. We've been married for 21 years. Because <laughs> hubby had a table from Ikea for, he probably had it like, I don't know, 30 years, I bet. Uh, so, you know, we used that and we used the, the round one. I mean, my goodness. So anyway, we've never bought chairs before. Now we want six and we want six nice chairs. Well, my goodness, we went into that store. We required uh, six chairs. We wanted a, a sitting chair for, for in the living room, uh, a bar stool because there's a like there's a, a a ledge in the in the island, and then we also wanted a bedroom like headboard and uh, nightstands. <laughs> And it was $7,000 by the time we left that store. And you know, when I look at it from this energy, like would I pay it off over 20 years? Everything except the bar stool. <laughs> and only because I don't like bar stools. My legs are too short for those high chairs. So we, it's the reason we also only bought one is because we knew hubby would be the only one using it. Plus the kind of the width of it and, and the thingamajiggy. Like it's just what fits. So, uh, and like I, I, we probably, I probably would not have chose to buy two anyway, no matter what. Uh, so otherwise, all of it, absolutely. So it's again just really cool to look at because I know I had some really limiting points of views when we bought it. I was really frustrated at spending seven thousand dollars, and yet I am so freaking grateful now so freaking grateful now and I would do it again in a heartbeat to get stuff that we loved because like I say I spent 20 plus years with the $400 table from Sears now there's nothing wrong with it like at all being $400 there's nothing wrong with that and we outgrew it years and years and years ago and never really looked at what would light me up it was more just about I'm not sure, honestly, what it was about. I, I couldn't even tell you what it was about. Just didn't choose it. Doesn't matter. Uh, and now the willingness to, to choose it and be aware of what contributes and what lights us up and, and what does create more. Yeah. So as we head to break, I wonder if you can look around you, think about what you've done, you've spent money on, what are the things that you would be taking, you'd be happily take out a 20-year loan and, and start getting the energy of that because that's truly what you're receiving, what you're willing to receive, you know, the, the greatest contribution from. So on that note, we're off to break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes? 
possibilities and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net did you know that Glenice travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenice's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenice's schedule at GleniceHughes.com. If you would like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniceHughes.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking all about, does cost really matter? And, you know, for most of you... Well, probably all of us. Cost really has never mattered. Money doesn't matter to us. We might pretend it does, or we might pretend it doesn't in the sense of, you know, burying our head in sand or whatever in past expenditures. Uh, so really looking at that for yourself, because it's it's where we really mimic this reality and make money really, really significant. Now, again, I say that, but I don't mean then we just go in and create all sorts of, you know, stuff on our credit card and pretend it doesn't matter because there is, there is huge freedom, at least for me, in knowing the numbers. And I had to, I had to force myself, I don't know if that's the right word, but, uh, and if you listen, I had a radio show back in I think it's May of 2014 called uh, Get Your Head Out of, the, out of Your Ass because uh, that's really what I did. I finally took the action that, uh, that is suggested in so many financial books and also we suggested in Access uh, to get really clear on your finances. Like what's coming in, what's going out, what does it cost you to live? And I know that might sound really boring, and what it has contributed to me is every time I get clear on what it costs me to live, because it goes up every, I was going to say every month, I'm not sure that that's true, but it goes up quite often. And it also changes quite drastically. If we're traveling a lot, then obviously the, the, it costs more. Uh, and so once I know that, then I actually never make less than that. And that for me is huge, because it is the awareness that we receive when we're willing to do that. And it doesn't have to be hard and you don't have to do it all in one sitting. I would recommend it, but you certainly don't have to. So if you prefer to do it in a way that maybe over a week or something like that or a weekend, whatever it takes, I so highly recommend it for so many things. And one is just the clarity of it for yourself. And then also knowing, like, what else do you require to add to your life if you do? For me, the very first time that I did it, I believe I was, um, if I remember correctly, I thought it was around $7,000 a month that it cost us to live. And it actually cost us to live over $11,000. So I was... Um, lying to myself, I had my head so far up my ass that I was the months that I was, you know, making, uh, you know, $10,000, I thought were just the most fabulous months financially. 
And the months that I was making seven, I thought I was breaking even. And the silly thing is, is that I wasn't willing to be aware of it because the months, or I mean, my credit cards were going up and up and up. So that doesn't even begin to make sense. If I was, you know, if I thought I was making 7,000, then I should have had actually savings. So there was a lot of unawareness on my part and there was value to it for me. It kept me distracted. I mean, I did this whole thing with money of what I call entertaining myself. And there's another radio show. I'm not sure the time frame of it. And it's called, um, like, are you ready to end drama trauma with money? So on my webpage, there's a section called radio show. We'll put the links to those two radio shows in, in there if you want to go listen to those. And it's where I really finally was honest with myself that I was entertaining myself with past expenditures. So what I would do is I would uh, create a lot of credit card debt. Then I would get mad enough with myself and I would go and pay it all off. And it might, you know, sometimes it took a 10 months or whatever, like it took time. I'd pay it all off. And then within a few months, I'd have it up again. And this cycle went on for, I don't even know how many years, but enough years and finally, I asked myself, what is the value of this? Like, what is the value of creating this? And it was so clear to me, it was just entertaining myself with it. And that was so not cool for me. Like, I was just like, no, no, there's so many other things on the planet that I could entertain myself with. I don't need to be entertaining myself with debt. So I stopped. And, and it was like, one, the acknowledgement that that's what I was doing, just having that awareness, and then the willingness to say no more. So that then when I paid off the credit card that last time, that was it. Which meant if I didn't have the money for it, I didn't have it. I didn't choose it. So that's the other thing that it really invited me to look at choosing, because choosing, uh, that's how I was doing it. I would choose it based on my bank account. You know, I basically, uh, I did another radio show. I've talked about money a lot, obviously. And it was, it's called uh, Stop Being Money's Bitch. Because that's what I would do is I would look at my bank account and say, oh, I can't have that. So I would allow money to decide what I would choose. So that was a huge awareness for me. So then I started looking at it differently going, hey, I'd really like that, whatever that was that'd be really cool. What is it going to take? And then I would take whatever action popped. And it was, it's another sort of like freedom where you stop allowing money to choose for you. Now, I also still didn't choose it if the money wasn't there. So I asked, I took action. And if the money wasn't there, it didn't go on the card. It, 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 it just, I got really uh, really firm with myself so much so that I remember on, I've talked about on different radio shows and one of them, I was sharing how, uh, basically if I go out and I still do it to this day, if I go out, uh, like I did yesterday, I did a little bit of shopping. So, and I put everything on the credit card cause there's different points and different things like that, that, that we get for it. So then I come home and I pay it off and I had one of the listeners email and say, Hey, like, why do you do that all the time? She says, I do, she does hers, I think once a month or something like that. And I said, you know, I get that like once a month, I, I'm, I'm sure I could do that now, but no, I, I lived in that crazy for so long that just going in and paying it off like that habit for me creates more than the potential of the unawareness of going, oh yeah, well, I'll do that at the end of the month. And then at the end of the month, if I don't have that, then, then what? So I, you know, it's still, I know it's still quite form and structure-ish and it works for me. It truly works for me. So finding a way that works for you and really looking at that and, and not, not having to say, no, you can't have it just because you don't have the money. Start asking, what would it take? And the question isn't, what would it take to have the money to have that? Because that's a conclusion. The question is, like, what would it take to have that? Maybe there's a trip you want to go on. 
I remember, and it was actually back in 2012, and it was a, so I'd taken the certified facilitator training in August, and I really, really desired to go to the seven-day event in Costa Rica in October, and I didn't have the money, and I was like, I really, really wanted to go, and I just started asking, you know, what would it take? And I had all these awarenesses. So I put some things on sale. I had a, I used to sell angel cards and I had a whole bunch of stock left. So I put them on, I think a 50% sale or something. Uh, and I did, uh, had something else for sale. I, you know, I had all these really creative ideas and I took action and none of them panned out because the cards I put on sale, I, I was selling them as a lot. So somebody who you know ran a similar business could buy all of them from me and, and then choose to sell them and make money. So I was selling it like that. And I think it would have been like $2,000. Nobody bought them. Uh, this other thing, uh, these were these angel sprays that I used to sell. Uh, and I was going to sell all of them, like everything, all the stock, all everything. And nobody bought it. And... I still actualize the money to go. So the willingness to ask and then the willingness to take the action without the conclusion. So it's not like when the stuff didn't sell that I went, oh, well, I can't go now because I was still running my business. I was still doing classes and sessions and all sorts of things. So I still actualized it. So start asking, what would it take for whatever? And then, of course, my favorite is like, I wonder I wonder what it would be like to go to Costa Rica for the class or whatever it is. Like start wondering about it. Start asking for what you would like. Because so often our focus is on what we don't want or that we can't have it or all the reasons and justifications it won't work out. Like all of that crazy instead of going, hey, I wonder. I wonder what that would be like. I wonder. And you just start playing with it. You just start wondering. You just start getting into the habit of asking for what you truly desire. And it is, to me, it is a habit. We have, most of us have a really strong habit of focusing on what we don't wish for, about what we don't want, about what isn't working. Those are the, the dinner time conversations. Those are the coffee break conversations. Uh, listen to what goes on in your head. That's where a lot of people's thoughts and words and energies are coming from is the lack. So if you start training yourself to listen to you, and even more than listen to you, start to perceive you. Where is your energy? Are you flying high? Are you in the space of like yumminess and expansion? And I don't mean that like you have to always be kind of like that bipolar happy. That's, that's not what I mean at all. Uh, but if you're, if you're at coffee with a friend and you're both talking about how there isn't enough money to do what you'd like to do, get a sense of what, what that feels like to you. And then get a sense of having a conversation about all of the different ways you could actualize money or the beautiful colors of the sunrise or like something like just start paying attention to that. And it doesn't matter if you're alone or if you're with somebody, that's the energy that you're creating. So more of that or less of that, or like, even if you start getting the energy of the things you'd like to have or be or to create or to receive, those energies are not well, not likely that heavy energy of I don't have enough. So it really becomes, a, well, it becomes a level of presence where you want to be aggressively present, which means aggressive doesn't mean aggressive in terms of you would beat somebody up for it. Uh, but aggressive means that nothing would take you out of your presence. Like nothing at all would take you out of your level of presence. That is aggressive presence, which would mean if somebody came in the room and you were aware that they didn't like you, you didn't allow it to affect you. You, ch you would choose to stay aggressively present. Yeah, because this is often what we do is we are aware of something 
So in this case, somebody not liking you, and then we go into the story. Well, they're a bitch, or they shouldn't, or they should, or yeah, I get it because I was mean, or I'm horrible, or they're horrible, or all of that crazy, which none of that, none of that is true. Somebody not liking you is not about you at all. It's their stuff. Let it be their stuff. Don't allow that stuff to take you off. And then it becomes just a distraction where you're thinking about it later. You're thinking about it when you're trying to fall asleep. You're thinking about it while you're having sex. You're thinking about it while you're making dinner. I mean, that's truly allowing them to have control over you. And that's probably not going to create what you would like to create in your life. And, you know, as I'm kind of talking about different things with contributing in that, like, that might be another piece. If you're kind of looking at your life and maybe there's nothing that you would take out a 20-year loan on, uh, you know, you might want to look at if you're willing to receive from things that contribute. Because for a lot of us, we're not taught that at all. We're taught to buy the cheapest or to uh, put up with, you know, well, it works. You know, we have all these reasons and justifications. And, and again, we're not talking about you having to go change everything or go buy a wardrobe that you would take out a 20-year loan on, but it's just the, the awareness of it. And if you don't have anything that you would take out a 20-year loan on, that's some information for you there to really look at that. Like, what is that? And, and maybe that's just not of interest to you. That's totally cool. It doesn't have to be. And maybe there's some stuff there. Maybe there's some mimicking of your parents or of your grandparents or other people in your life that had just had all sorts of, I would say, like, lack. That, that's kind of the energy it would be for me when I look at keeping that table. Um, it's, it's the lack energy um, I mean, I would not have ever spent, oh, I don't even know what this whole chair, all these chairs cost because I just remember the total bill. But I mean, to spend 3000 or $5,000 on a table and chair set, I mean, that I just wouldn't have done that. Now I totally would. I get the energy of having things around me that contribute and I'm I'm going to be willing to receive even more of that. You know, one of the things that I often say about myself is that I don't really, um, I don't, like, I don't really notice things. So, and, and I mean physical things. Like in my house, you might have heard me talk about a story, the, the other house that we had, you know, getting the backsplash up, that took a long time. Uh, and even in this house, I mean, our bedroom, although we have the beautiful furniture, it still looks like we just moved in because there's nothing on the walls. Uh, there's a, a big picture in there that would actually match to go above the bed, but it's of a London bus. <laughs> and as much as we love London buses, as much as we love England, uh, I really don't desire for that picture to be hung behind our bed. So it's just on the floor in there. And so these are the things that I would, would have have been lying to myself. I'm just acknowledging right now. I've been lying to myself that I don't notice. And yet I always notice. I am aware. I just have not in the past taken the action on my own to, I'm going to say until I had to. So like even with this, uh, with the chairs here, I mean, we, we had brought some of the chairs with us that we had at the other house, uh, but, but had to go and get chairs for this. Plus, hubby would not allow us not to have. So it's kind of that, where in the bedroom, you know, I don't know that he really even matters. I know what I would like in there. I'm clear on that now, you know, after all this time, uh, and haven't actually chose it. So really going to be looking around at those things and those pieces. The other thing, we have this beautiful loft area in the house and we had big plans for it when we first moved in and it just didn't work out that way. So we'd only just chose two weeks ago what we're actually going to do up there. So taking action on that, taking action on getting the, the bedroom set up so that when I walk in, I go, because <sighs> that's the energy that I love around me. And it's so funny now that I'm just acknowledging that I have not been willing 
to, I've been buying my lie that I don't notice things when I totally do. I just haven't been willing to take the action until now. So thank you for contributing to this awareness. I am so grateful for you. On that note, we're going to head to break and be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Did you know that Glenys travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net. Did you know that Glenice travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenice's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenice's schedule at GleniceHughes.com. If you would like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniceHughes.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about, does cost really matter to you? And uh, maybe at this point, you've kind of been looking around and realizing it doesn't. And once you acknowledge that, how much more can you actually receive and contribute to and receive? Because really, like, imagine and I'm just looking in my home right now. I'm sitting upstairs, hubby's away. Uh, so when he's away, I tend to work more just at the kitchen table, mostly because and you will probably laugh at this, uh, my kitties prefer it. And so, yeah, anyway, I'm looking around going like, what if everything in our home like had that energy? Like what if the only things I brought into our home were things that I would put on a 20-year loan, which really I'm saying like would, that I would really receive contribution from and would really contribute to me like, Wow. Now, the other cool thing for me is I don't actually have a lot in here that I would probably take out. There is uh, up in that loft, there's really actually nothing up there right now. Uh, And so there's kind of a a musical thingy, kind of keyboard type thingy that would go. In fact, that wasn't even supposed to be brought in the house. The movers, when we moved a year and a half ago, brought it in, put it up there, and we just haven't done anything with it. So that would go definitely. Uh, what else? Just looking around. Gosh, how does it get any better than this? I guess some of the wine that I see in our wine racks would go. That's funny. That, that chair for me, and I'm looking at the, um, the, the bar stool for hubby, but for him, it would, it would work. So, you know, we've got to find a way to, to work that too. And I guess really to me, if hubby said, like it would contribute to him that way or he would put it on a 20-year loan like any of the stuff that I'd get rid of as long as it did that for him then to me it stays because this is you know this is a home that we share together Uh, I'm looking at my cats I would definitely put them on a 20-year loan (laughs) even though honestly it's been so cold here that they've been driving me a little bit crazy uh, with just not being able to be outside so yeah 
but I do, I would put them on a 20 year loan. So yeah, like, I wonder, I wonder what it would be like. And I guess for me, because the house is quite, um, I don't want to say empty because I don't, I, I like a lot of space and there's still things that I would love. I know that there's a really beautiful painting or something somewhere. There's this huge wall in the living room and I just, I can, I can see it, but I just have not found it yet. So I'm going to ask it to be, um, to be pulling me even more so, uh, so that I can connect with it. Cause I just, that wall, I just, yeah. So, so yeah, this is kind of what I'm going to be looking around at everything. And I look at, you know, gosh, when we moved in my, uh, my office furniture, which back in, I think 2004, I paid $1,000 from Costco and got this beautiful U-shaped desk and a filing cabinet and a uh, bookshelf. And I mean, that was a huge expense back then. Uh, and back then, I would have taken 20 years to pay it off like that, how much I loved it. But when we moved in here, the filing cabinet um, just it, it broke a little bit on the bottom. It's still usable. But I just, I'm aware that the more that I use the drawers, it's not going to be so, um, it, it won't be long. And, and I know that it doesn't light me up anymore. And that is so interesting because I wouldn't at this point, I would not put that. So it's time to start looking for, for some new office furniture also. Yeah. Oh, I was just so excited with all of this. And I'm, I'm kind of now going through my basement and the treadmill, I would definitely put on a 20 year loan. And I paid again back, I think it was 2010. I paid a lot of money in my world back in 2010. I think it was $2,000 for it. And absolutely. I mean, I, yeah. So interesting. Anyway, I'll stop going through my house with you guys, <laughs> but you know, just to give you that energy of like, what, what would be a contribution to you what contributes to you? And if it's only two things, where can you put those two things where you see them a lot, where you can really receive from them? You know, for me, I mean, a lot of times people will say, oh, you got to get dressed up if you're not feeling quite, you know, what you'd like to feel like. Maybe you feel a little down or something. I don't, that doesn't really matter to me. But you know what I do do when I kind of have that blah energy is I put on that ring I was talking about earlier. And it's so yeah, so yeah, cool. And maybe there's some stores or there's some online shopping or something that you could do not that you have to follow through with the payment of it, but actually just walking through and going, yeah, I would totally put that on a 20 year loan. Or wow, I totally wouldn't. Like just so that you start getting that, that energy. And again, doesn't mean you ever have to purchase it, but it just might start to gift you that energy. And we're in the process of, of selling my current uh, Audi and getting a new one. And we've test drove the one. Uh, and, and when I left the lot that day, I just said to the one that, you know, I would really like, it's a dragon orange. That's the color. It's the name of it. I love it. And I just said to it, hey, if you would like to own me, you're going to have to wait a bit because I knew I knew it would take some time. Uh, every other time I've just went in and traded in my car. This time it's going to be a little bit different. Uh, so I'm going to sell it personally. So just, you know, the whole timing of it and all. And that's just not something fun for me. So I got to wait for hubby to come home. And uh, so, yeah, like that car, that new one, I would totally put on a 20 year loan. And I just love knowing that now. Like, I just love that energy. And I would have, I mean, I would have been able to say to you, like, yeah, I just like something or something. Not that I knew the other one before. But, 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 but to me, there's more information. And that's about what I'm, what I'm, what I'm, I'm looking for. I mean, I love to have the awareness of energies. And I also love to be able to put it in words, which is probably why I love doing this radio show. Because uh, I do get to put it in words. And I do, and I do then become more aware of it in my own life and living and, and where I can change it or where I can add to it or, you know, all of those pieces. Yeah. So anyway, I wanted to invite you guys. I have got um, one of the things that Gary said in the foundation rewrite that just totally just, I just knew the moment he said it, uh, he said, when you do the how to become money workbook every two weeks in six months, you will create a whole different financial reality. And when he said it, I wrote it down even. 
I knew that it was to be a class. So we are going to start March 6th and every two weeks we're going to get together on a Zoom and we are going to go through the 13 questions in the How to Become Money workbook. And then we will, you know, do the clearings and stuff with them and talk more about them and all of that. So you'll get the 13 live Zooms, you'll get the recordings of the Zooms, you'll get any of the energy exercises that we do on separate audios, you'll get a private Facebook group uh, for us. And the bonus, you want to check out that. It's a whole bunch of really awesome money energy pulls that I've done in different uh, different places and such. Uh, so go and check that out. I would love for you to join us. Uh, I know I am ready. And I, I mean, I've been changing my financial reality over and over and over again. And I'm so aware, especially this year, 2019, I am so aware that there's so much more possible. So if you are ready to create a totally different reality with money, join us. If you haven't got the email, you haven't seen it around on Facebook, just message me or email me. I will get you the the information to to join us because, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Okay, so another concept that I want to talk about because I just reminded myself um, when I think it was November or something, hubby and I went and saw a woman, oh gosh, I can't think of her name. She's an Alberta gal and she's a psychologist and she does a lot of work with uh, kids and she's really cool. And I'm just trying to think of her name as I'm talking, but it's not coming to me. So I will will find it and I will say it shortly. Uh, But I just want to finish my my thought here is like, Jody, Jody Carrington, I believe is her name. Anyway, (laughs) so what she said in her talk or what I really took away from it was, that we all need people in our lives that are excited when they see us. Like that, oh, you're here type of energy. And, and so when I'm looking at this kind of from the energy of contribution, because that was what I got from her, the way she was describing it. It was like, you know, people that you contribute and that contribute to you, that's that energy that comes up. Like when you see them, it's like, oh my gosh. And maybe you saw them, you know, before you went to bed and now you see them in the morning. And and maybe you can, you know, think of a child that you have that with. Or maybe there's adults too, hopefully there's adults too that you have that with, that you can either, like that you're, you're for that per people and you're receiving it from people. But looking around you with the relationships in your life, wouldn't you be putting a 20-year loan on them? Which sounds really bizarre, I know, but just get the energy of that. Like, if it was going to cost you money each month for 20 years to be friends with that person or hang out with that person, would you actually do that? Now, just, you know, (laughs) I'm not talking about going and ending relationships today, but just for you to be aware of. And then what would it take to create more relationships where you would where it does mean that much to you. And they can be short-term relationships too. They don't have to be ones that are, you know, you were you met in grade school and you're still friends. It doesn't have to be like that. It be, could be somebody that you met last week. Like if that if there's that energy there and then it changes, okay? So we're not talking and even with the stuff in your house. Like I said, like the um the desk and stuff that I have in my office right now. I mean that if you would have asked me when I bought it, that I totally would have taken out a 20-year loan for it. I probably put it on credit card back then, so I probably, you know, had it on for, for a number of years, but still, like, and now it's different. So also the same with friendships. You might want to look at some that have ended or are different now and still acknowledge if they, if they would have been. Like, maybe you, you wouldn't now, but when they were in your life, you would have. I just, I don't know, just as I was talking, it was like, oh, I remember that discussion during her talk. And I was like, wow, uh, how many people do I do that for? And how many people do that for me? And I was, uh, you know, I've just been paying attention to it. And what I was so grateful for when I went to visit my parents at uh, my mom's birthday in January, they did that when I came into the room. And I was just like, oh, like... Yeah, and and I'm sure I did that for them too, but I was just kind of like, oh my gosh, that is so, I just love it. I just love it. And so just to, to be aware of those. And maybe it's not your parents. Like, that's okay too. It doesn't have to be parents. It doesn't have to be anybody, to be honest. It can be, it, it, it can be anybody. Like, it doesn't have to be specific people. It, you can, it doesn't even have to be your spouse. 
maybe not even your kids, but who, who is that for you? And if there's not that there or as much as you'd like, who could you be adding? And, and then looking at that, like somebody's asking you to go out to, you know, spend an evening out with them, check in. Is that, is that something where you go, ah, or not? And it doesn't mean you have to say no, but just starting to be aware of that, of that energy and, and what would create more, what would be fun for you? What would contribute? What would you receive from? Who would you receive from? Where could you go that you'd have that energy? (laughs) I like that. I like that. That is really cool. And again, we're like, it kind of sounds form and structure-y, but if you do it from awareness, so we're not like just doing that, we're also asking questions. You know, and it's really simple, like the, the questions from Access Consciousness. If you were invited out to a, to a movie with a friend, so truth, if I say yes, will it create the future I desire or will it decay the future I desire? So you just start asking questions but, and also being aware of that energy of that, oh yeah, that. Or maybe there's, you know, maybe there's a theater here in Edmonton. We have a VIP theater uh, and I love going to it because it's so... I mean, it's not so luxurious, but it's way better than the regular theaters. The seats are uh, kind of in twos, so there's space, there's uh, drinks and tables and food if you want. There's just all sorts of stuff, and I, I just love going. So for me, that I will go to. Otherwise, I'll probably wait for the movie to hit Netflix to watch it at home in uh, our Lazy Boy that we bought years ago. We've got, uh, we bought two couches and two chairs back in, I think it was 2009. And I definitely would put those on a 20-year loan. We use them so much. Um, the two chairs, not near as much as we did in our other house, just because the, the spacing of it and the placing of it all. But the couches, definitely. So you know, are there places, are there, are there countries that do that for you? Maybe you haven't even been yet, but you, oh, the thought of going, the thought of going there. Uh, like, what, where are those? Yeah. And I just, I'm so excited. So guys, I would love to hear from you, you know, Facebook message or email or whatever way you want to do it. Just let me know what, what is it that you, you know, what awareness did you have around this? Are there things that you are going to change? Are there things you're going to add? Things you're maybe going to take to donate? Uh, I know it's time to go through my closet for sure. And again, I'm not going to leave just 1% of the stuff because um, that's, I'm not doing that. And it's time to go back. The store that I went to in Phoenix, was called I think Dill- Dilliards, Dillards, Dilliards, uh, and they had just so many beautiful plus size clothes. And in Canada, at least for what I have found, there's not that many. There's a couple stores, uh, and one you know, um, what's it called? Hmm. Laura, Laura is a plus size, and those those clothes tend to be quite lovely, also. Uh, so yeah, you know, just just check out. Let me know. I would love to hear from you with what you've created or chose or changed, and um, yeah, because what if we surrounded ourselves with stuff that contributes? I just I facilitated a bars class here last week, and and we played the new bars video that Gary and Dane created, and they created it in their living room. And so I, knowing that, I was really curious at looking at what they all have in their living room because I know that Gary has uh, an absolute adoration uh, and huge awareness with antiques and such. And oh my gosh, just looking at the stuff in their in their that room, I, I was just like wow wow and it just felt so nurturing and so you know contributing and all of that and it's like it's like that energy and now would that stuff in my house have the same no definitely not so it's like finding it for you finding that for you and whatever that is might not be stuff at all it might just be trips might be going places it might be a beach house like what are those things that you are that just light you up what are those things that you smile at? Well, who are the people that just light you up and that you smile at? And, and what would it take to have more of them? And what would it take to create more time with them if that's something that you're interested? Maybe it's just you and your animals. Hey, there is nothing wrong with that, I say. Nothing wrong at all with that. So then how, how, how do you have more of that? How do you have them so that you can 
um, see them. I mean, we had a moose here the other day. He, well, actually, it's a she, and she actually we've seen her around. Last year, we saw her with her with her baby moose, which I'm sure there's a proper name for. Um, and so today, or yesterday, or whatever day we saw her in the yard during foundation, uh, she actually looked pregnant. So I was like, oh. What would it take for her to have her baby like somewhere close by so we could see them still be safe and and then be safe and all of that but <clears throat> actually really have them around we had a uh, owl family in our yard years ago and that was such a huge contribution I mean hubby and I just would sit out in chairs and watch them because mom and dad would fly bring them mice to eat and they, there were three babies and oh my gosh it was so amazing so yeah for us definitely wildlife in the yard and uh, and of course our cats in the house and everything so anyway I uh, yeah I would love to hear from you let me know what what you're choosing what's contributing to you I'm so grateful for you all of you I would definitely put this radio show on a 20-year loan. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening in, guys, and I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you for making The Glenice Show part of your life. Listen again next week, Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and continue changing your life.